Y'all are too loud. You're too loud. Who told y'all that too all bad? You're funny. I can't with y'all. Happy Too Loud Tuesday, friends. Grab your headphones. Grab your summer drink of choice. I'm <laughs> Okay, no Sprite anymore, period. And welcome back to season four of You're Too Loud. Jordan, it's been a minute. New season, new season, same us. Mm, Same us, but older. (laughs) But older, but wider. (laughs) She got, our birthdays are actually coming up. I know. What are we going to do? Should we do a birthday trip? I, you know what we should, because I was actually, side note, very much checking uh like flights to europe it's oh. getting cheap around my yep. birthday i don't know about yours because yep. you're, you're so far away from mine <laughs> anyways those four no, days we're separated by four days <laughs> wait is it like a paris me? flight right now in october like early october is like 300 400 I was like, huh? so justin will actually be going to paris for our birthdays um mm-hmm. that's accordingly. <laughs> shout out to the pod money just kidding no the thing is i went to paris last year for my birthday and i was like nothing can ever top this but you know what would top it going to paris again (laughs) take two (laughs) run it back run it back run it back no literally i think that that's a necessary thing that should happen you know what else is coming up what us starting our jobs um here's the thing (laughs) we were just talking about this but i've gotten like no emails like I literally don't know anything about what my training will be like if I'm supposed to be there in person how many days like none of this information and honestly I need it to stay like that not (laughs) even like until a couple days after like I'm all good if y'all just want to leave me on retainer yes maybe pay me I'll take the money but I don't need to know anything about the job here no that part and it's actually so funny that we're planning a trip to europe because we just (laughs) complained for an hour about how we are headed towards and i quote financial ruin (laughs) we just talked about that for an hour and now we're talking about a flight to paris this is why gen z can have nothing nothing at all because what is this four hundred dollars like that four hundred dollars could go to account it could go to a fee rent maybe Utilities. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's actually sick. It's so sick. And this inflation, I I was just listening to something that we'll get into all of this in the actual there's like like, so much. The move is safety and the move (laughs) is staying inside. But I can't even say the move is staying inside because that requires you to pay a light bill, an electric bill, a gas bill. doing that either so the move is darkness yeah. and whatever temperature it is outside you better open up that window don't Literally. you open up that window hey. also no, that's scary i keep going <laughs> no i was gonna say also though i will not be limited so mm. just if i'm headed towards financial ruin at least i'm doing it in my new zara jeans okay period because <laughs> i literally I had like I was just I had a big like breakdown about like oh my gosh like I had don't I'm moving I'm like not prepared da, da, da. immediately like within the same day probably like three hours later I'm like online shopping my cart is like over five hundred dollars <laughs> and I like go to like look at my cart to like check out and I'm like Shika like literally what are you 
doing? <laughs> what are you doing? This is not no, you. It's a good question. It's a no. good question. A great question even. Mm. But here's what I'll say. Money's not real. So say that. If I speak, <laughs> if I speak, no, if I speak, it's not real. So you're not about to, I'm not about to stress out over a bill. God is good. And I'm, I have an abundance mindset. We cannot live with, Cute. hear me. We cannot, me too, period. we cannot live with a scarcity mindset. That's if I'm good. looking at, okay, so she got us enough. I just purchased a robe that. <laughs> An amazing robe. An amazing robe that is truly the moment, but please. It's the moment. And does it cost more than my rent at school? (laughs) However, y'all aren't about to catch me not enjoying the gifts God has bestowed upon me. Okay. Mm. Because it was giving like, oh, I'll just be in the house eating ramen. But... (laughs) It can't be because I refuse. We can't be just living the broke girl lifestyle with these grown girl <laughs> paychecks. <laughs> Even though with taxes and fees, they're, the dollar will have to stretch. But still, like, I'm glad you got that robe. Here's what I'll say about the taxes. And I just, I'm going to say this one time. Mm-hmm. I'm a Republican voting for Mitt Romney. <laughs> you they messing up the economy for real. <laughs> messing up the economy. Yeah, um, it's just gonna have to be what it is. But this is all. This is all what we have to get into this week. We have a lot to talk about. Um, quick recap though, Shiga, you've been around. Can you tell the listeners where you've been at? Yeah. Do you guys? Do you hear it in my voice? I feel like I just. I'm oozing more cultural sensitivity. I'm like really just in touch with my roots. No, so I was in um, Ghana for the past, well, I guess not the past, like I went there for about three weeks, hung out sure. with fam, um, got to see my grandmas and stuff. So that was really fun. And mm. yeah, now I'm back about to do a little, y'all, why am I still in school after I'm graduated? But anyway, about to do a fun little week um, and then keep it moving but you've been traveling too you've been with family you've been good oh I've been traveling from my bed to the kitchen but it's been it's been nice though because it's like we've been on the run go 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 yeah and my body is still catching up to me also this weird thing has been happening do you wake up in the morning with like like I get up and I'm like everything hurts like my back hurts my leg hurts and I'm literally 21 years old so I think I'm trying to rest and not decay I love that I love that you know what low-key because um so I was just in New York like last weekend and Jordan I you know this about me I walk slow like I like to take my time oh my gosh so slow bro and I like to you know look around maybe I'll stop I'll look at my phone I'll like start going again but in New York I guess that's not the vibe and everyone so fast (laughs) So no, after a, like a weekend of looking for apartments, I was so sore. Like it wasn't even funny. I was going up the stairs and I had to stop at least 15 times. So what is wrong with you? <laughs> what do you mean? At least I'm walking. You're talking about you wake up and you <gasps> atrophy. 
<laughs> at least I'm walking faster than I've ever walked. Yes. <laughs> not her rest shaming. Mm. Mm. It's not giving what you think it is. No, you're right. At least you are moving your body. Literally, it's so depressing when I check my like activity tracker. Like, you know, last semester I was averaging, like, okay, I guess not awesome. In the fall when I was in Spain, I was averaging about like 25 to 30,000 steps a day. And I like go to sleep and it was like, you've walked 18 steps. I'm just like, oh. It would be like that sometimes though. It do be like that. And I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad at all. But let's get into it. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah. As y'all know, we do a little bloop at the beginning of each episode. So we're going to continue doing that in season four. Um, this tweet. First of all, happy pride, everyone. Happy Pride! Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hope y'all feel unloved and valid and supported and all that kind of stuff this month. And all the time, but especially this month. Um, but this tweet said, remembering a couple years ago when I reminded my dad that I was queer and he asked me if I had a girlfriend. I said no and he said, oh, so you're just LGBT <laughs> in theory. <laughs> I would I would cease to exist after that. Not even gonna hold you. That would be my last day for real. In theory? In theory is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're just LGBT in theory. Like, no. no, but he made points. That reminds me of that tweet about it goes viral like every few months, but it was like <laughs> this bisexual son and his parents in the bathroom. Nobody wants you for real. You don't have a parent or a daughter. <laughs> yikes not in theory Mm-mm. that is truly sick and also this has nothing to do with that tweet but it's reminding me of this shout out to the pride merch at target Ooh. Who, who, who? it's like <laughs> now if i speak y'all that's my new thing but i just don't know why they can't and maybe they are maybe they are but it's like the black history merch y'all can't just hire people to create it and like people that are really already doing the work i just don't get it i just it <laughs> part of that community i'm sorry on behalf of them because they truly tried to play all playing i knew they were trying to play when i saw um <laughs> someone on twitter i i hope this was fake but it didn't seem like it was because people were like actually on the app it was a grubhub like screenshot talking about bottom friendly restaurants <laughs> Like literally what? They are truly insane. Well, you know, we're actually about to get the Juneteenth messaging too. That's true. And I saw someone you were like corporations during for Juneteenth. Hey black. (laughs) (laughs) Have you bought our product recently? You know, because you're black and stuff. (laughs) I had a couple of fists for you. It's sick. It is so so sick. It's giving Popeyes. Um, Popeyes. <laughs> don't even, oh no! I forgot about that one. If y'all don't know what we're referencing, it was during summer 2020 when truly all hell broke loose, and Popeyes tweeted, "Popeyes would be nothing without black people." <laughs> like, okay, maybe. But you never had to say it like that. You never. 
me. Y'all be keeping us employed with your chicken <laughs> fun itself. That's pretty much what they said. That is a good tweet. Um, yeah, mine is a little more serious, unfortunately. Um, I saw this and I was truly floored, but I don't know why, because this is America. Um, so it says, did you know that third grade reading scores in the U.S. help correctional institutions predict how many beds they'll need in the future? So rather than helping these babies, they just begin planning for their incarceration. Welcome to America. When I saw that, wow. I was floored. Yeah. Like, so when we were in third grade, we were eight. Well, you were probably four because you're really young, but I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> and to think that a reading score from third grade somehow makes it up to the correctional yeah. facility. Y'all, y'all, school to prison pipeline. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's crazy. It needs to and I'm sure like those schools with lower reading scores are probably like correlated with where black and brown children are. And like, of course, yeah. you choose to not invest in those teachers, invest in those resources, but just yep. put more like um, school to like, and we'll get into this when we talk about the gun violence stuff, but like, Actually, should we just start that now? Because yeah, yeah. Like, you, this is a perfect um, segue into all the things that we're talking about today because the last couple of weeks have been just a news story every day about something horrible, whether that's like women's bodies, whether that's gun violence, whether that's um, people not being able to afford gas or rent or yeah. all this stuff. And it's just like, where do we go from here? And it's so sick to see how our the people who are supposed to be like supporting us and advocating for us in terms of like politics like back off yeah or just have like an apathetic response and like I know reform's kind of coming but it's coming so slow and it's coming at a pace and at like a efficacy level that is just not where it needs to be so today we're really talking about all those things and like debriefing but also seeing kind of how we can be more actionable about making change for me as well purr purr that part and it, it, it truly is wild because there has been so much happening and I think there's like a huge thing with like is it possible that we are starting to get desensitized to it mm-hmm. um just because there's so much coming at you so fast and of course you never ever want to get desensitized to a school shooting you never want to get desensitized to a match like nothing yeah But with that being said, I found, especially for Black people, you know, we're Black women, so I can only speak to that, but, like, because of the tumultuous lives we've had, I'm not even going to say the past couple years, it's really the whole, our whole lives, like, sometimes it's almost a form of, like, protectionism for yourself, like, self-defense, like, if I take all this information in, like, I won't get out of bed, like, that type of thing. So how do we, like, reconcile those very two extremes of, like, paying attention and advocating, but also protecting your well-being and trying to protect yourself for your, so you can show up for yourself, so you can show up for your community. And just knowing we're about to start work, I don't know, like, how I could hear about the school shooting in Ubalde and then go to work. Like, I don't know I, know, I don't know if I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a really, really um, tough place to be in for sure. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I wish I knew the answer. Like I wish yeah. I knew the answer for that. I feel like as you were talking, like the thing that came to my mind is like, it'd be so much easier to give yourself grace to either say as informed as you want or like 
kind of pull back when necessary if you have like structures around you or like people who give you that space so like at your work like mm-hmm. you have a manager that was like hey I know this really happened like yesterday like it's very traumatic you take the time that you need and come back maybe you work from home like I feel like that's an ideal situation what mm-hmm. I'm worried about and what I like fear is true is like it's not that situation everywhere and like people aren't giving us either the grace to like react to things or like on the actual side like politicians aren't doing what they need to do to like actually make a change so things like this like keep on happening it's like okay well of course we're desensitized because like there's one every single yeah week. yeah and we should for sure. it. exactly and um before we get into this I know just out of respect like we definitely do want to take a moment of silence there are so many mass shootings that have happened um in 2022 so far mass shootings have resulted and this was a stat as of four days ago from CNN so I'm sure it's gone up since, but mass shootings have resulted in 1,357 people shot, resulting in 278 deaths that we know of. So the Buffalo supermarket, Uvalde, um, the Tulsa Medical Center, Mm. and a lot others are just some that, just the fact that we have to say a lot others, like that's insane. But let's just take a moment of silence just to honor um, those who have just tragically died. So something I saw um, that I would love to hear your opinion on, Chica. Mm -hmm. So on TikTok, there was this back, sorry, this Black Baptist church, try saying that 10 times fast. Mm -hmm. And um, they said, this is so interesting. Yeah. They said that, you know, they're primarily Black church. I believe they're in the South. And a white man, a younger white man came in and like sat down in a pew. They'd never seen him before. And his behavior was just off. Like, like just kind of moving, like just his like eyes were always getting the crowd just, and with everything happening, they had pause. So they have a great security team and the team like did research on this man and found out that he just posted on the social media the day before that he just bought an AR-15. And because of that, they were able to show that and report it to the police. Thank God, thank God that nothing happened. Mm -hmm. But what I'm curious to hear your opinion about is the police said, you know, this is what needs to happen. The community needs to be raising these concerns to us and make these reports and we can work together. Your thoughts on that response. Oh, that's, that's tough. I'm, I'm like you said, like, so glad nothing happened to this black church. Cause as we've seen before, like it could have gone very, very wrong. For sure. At the same time, I think like, yes in a way but it would need to do like two extra things would have to like be there for this to be kind of effective for me like one maybe just less guns on the street like why does he have an AR-15 in the first place that he can take to the church like why are literally having semi-automatic like weapons yeah um, that's just my opinion though and then two like I would hope that all communities have like a good relationship with police because so many communities can't even like call the police and be like oh well if I report this they might come after me then I come after like my family like did you see recently that like border control I guess officers can like go anywhere in like a hundred mile radius like into the into America so like if you're in Florida like basically all of Florida is like no warrant if people suspect you as like I don't know suspicious or whatever and they're like a border control agent like they can go into your house like 
And so what? I feel like all those things, like, I know, which is so crazy. Like, 100 miles is, like, a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's, like, I forget which major city that was. It was, like, LA or, like, San Diego. Like, it was, these big cities are in this, right. like, radius. And I feel like all these things, like, contribute to people not having a good relationship with the police. So how are you going to ask now the community to do more and feel safe and, like, trust you when you haven't been exhibiting like relationship behaviors that would make us trust you so less guns and also more trust so I don't I don't and that's that that's exactly how I felt I just thought that was so disrespectful Mm -hmm. of a response like yeah in theory let's work together but in theory I shouldn't be able to go to the store and buy an AR-15 in theory I shouldn't have to worry about if someone breaks into my house I'm calling my neighbor before I call the police like Mm -hmm. In theory, yeah, a lot of stuff would be different, but that's not the way it is. So I just thought that response was actually insane. And I know we've all been seeing the disaster, the walking disaster that is Ted Cruz and just his response or lack of, I guess, and like him and a lot of other politicians, which is something you mentioned earlier. And I just don't understand how they like our politicians don't consider it a slap in the face mm-hmm. to just do nothing right now. And you're doing a war on women's bodies, a war on critical race theory and like removing, I saw they just removed like selfies and some, or sorry, not selfies, like um, like selfie filters. Yeah, yeah. In Texas, yeah. yeah. Like what? If y'all, don't- <laughs> if y'all don't get up and do something instead of worrying <laughs> about what I put on my Face? Mm. these people make me so sick and it comes to like down to money and power and corruption and greed and I don't know I saw something um so the NRA had their convention mm-hmm. recently and I want y'all to understand that when you walk in there's a big sign mm-hmm. and it had like what couldn't be brought in at the very top was guns no <laughs> guns no bullets no magazines no nothing so y'all know they're destructive. <laughs> Still are advocates. Uh, this country's so dumb. I just can't. It's so dumb. I forget who said it, but did you see that person who was talking? It was like a government official. He was like, well, you know, this doesn't happen super often. It's kind of like 9-11, like in our... So I had, what? I, like, he did not say it like this, but he was basically like saying that like, oh, well, after that, like, we change a little bit, but like, we get there. it made no sense. But I bring that up to say like, um, y'all are jumping through hoops to just make your point when like, literally it's common sense that like, oh, hey, like if you're buying something that could kill someone, like maybe there should be like regulations around that. Maybe like there should be less people who are able to do that. Maybe the people who are able to have these guns are like mentally sound and like, yeah, you had like significant red flags. Maybe there are people who don't like post on Reddit about how much they hate black people. Mm. Maybe if you'd seen that kind of stuff, then we'd be able to identify the killer in like the Buffalo shootings and all that kind of stuff. So like, yeah, just maybe, maybe there should just be a maybe. couple of laws. And Ted maybe. Cruz, do you, he like literally disappoints me every single day. <laughs> I don't think you could look up something about that man and not be disappointed. Like, but it was just so did you see that video of him he's like at a restaurant mm-hmm. and there's someone like heckling him about like how he should do more as they should not even heckling literally just holding him accountable that's true that's true just yeah and saying it like 
you know loudly as he should like right 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 and Ted Cruz is just like standing there like smugly like not you know reacting and then sits down like continues his dinner and I feel like that response is so so apathetic but it's so indicative of like where we're at right now because mm. if you feel comfortable if you feel like that like will never affect you then of course these politicians aren't doing anything about it yeah it me because it's like you don't care about your children you don't care about your constituents you're not like hearing them like literally today there's like um for march of our, march for our lives it's like a national day of like action so mm. there's rallies across different cities and stuff and it just blows me because so much of this in terms of like gun reform is like very popular like the story that like people don't want this stuff is like it's kind of tired like of course there's those second amendment people as well but like I saw this study that was like 80% of Americans like support universal background checks. Like a yeah. lot of people like support like the basic level of regulation and even that um, right wing or even like left wing politicians are hesitant to like give us that. So like at the end of the day, what are y'all doing? Cause it's not your job. They're doing nothing. And that's the thing. If you, so there's, oh my gosh, there's so much to say about that. I remember, um, our senior year. So 2018, like I was part of a committee that organized like a march for our school. And it's just like, it's wild to think that that was four years ago. And like, we're still having like rallies for the same issue that's only magnified and gotten worse. And the like March for Our Lives is a primarily like young, um, it's an organization run by young people, which is why it's so clean. It's so well-structured. Mm-hmm. And I saw that they spelled out um, thoughts and prayers yeah. on like some government, you know what building it was? Some government building lawn with body bags. Mm-hmm. Oh, genius. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just truly wild. Like I was talking to my grandma actually the other day and she was saying, she was like, yeah, like, like this, these problems are worse than what I see when I was young that's crazy she lived through Jim Crow (laughs) like what this is absolutely insane but I will say though and then we can hop off the gun topic because I know we can talk about this for a long time there are okay you can have an opinion everyone can have an opinion Mm -hmm. but I will say some are objectively wrong and you saying that teachers should be armed is objectively wrong I will not argue about it there's no nuance to it Mm -hmm. I have seen people from my high school post about that and it's an instant unfollow because you don't have respect for human life you're gonna pay a teacher thirty thousand dollars and expect them to not only have a gun somehow protect the students from the gun every day in class and then use it please I just won't argue about that no literally and just to add on to that slightly like and stop adding like the school resource officers like that we should have more of them in schools Mm. argument also is tired and has to go we don't need more police in schools we need less police we just need y'all to actually take care of stuff yep going on yep literally saw the study and it was um about how like the presence of the presence of school police like actually makes things like worse in school shootings that's 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 literally what I said but their reasoning was like um as I hate that there's data but like in the like the cases that they looked at 
the people would come to school more armed because I knew that like police would be there to like stop them Mm. so like literally like let's 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 be serious yeah not make like arguments that don't make sense and it is immediate (laughs) unfollow and immediate block immediately because I actually that's very interesting because people do love the argument Mm -hmm. and I was in um Columbus a few weeks ago and there were these people just walking around with like these yellow vests and I asked my friend I was like who are these people and I forget the name of them but they're basically community like I don't know they just like volunteer to protect the community they're not armed they literally just walk around so like if I'm a young woman and I feel like someone's following me I can there's so many of them I can just go up to one of them and be like hey like do you mind walking me to my apartment? Oh yeah, of course. And I was telling my friend Lily, I was like, Lily, I feel so much more comfortable knowing they're here. And then I, we literally like a cop passed us and I was like, I feel like I need to be like armed or something. Like mm-hmm. it's just crazy. The idea of like safety and how it's been so skewed and warped, but we can reimagine a world that's actually safe and actually inclusive. And it just truly blows my mind. Yeah, they're sick. Literally. We can reimagine it and it's just up to us to vote these people in who will like actually give us what we want this fall. Um, for sure, for sure. Cause that that is an important part. And speaking of voting and I don't know how women's bodies have become political mm. <laughs> and politicized, but it's really interesting how so many of these um, so-called pro-lifers are the first are the very first to say no to gun control, are the very first to say no to giving resources to underserved communities and all that stuff and are the last in line for adoption. And I saw something about, um, so yeah, just the whole war on like abortion is just truly sick. But also Bill Cassidy, he is a Louisiana Senator. Mm -hmm. And this is just proving my point about Mm pro-life. He said, our maternal... (laughs) That's so crazy. So crazy. Like, what? <laughs> he literally said, our maternal death rates are only bad if you count Black women. <laughs> like, oh, really, Bill? That's the hill you're going to die on? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean if you count us? Are we not are women? We, yeah, maybe he should try to count us like three fifths or something. Maybe that's better. Oh. Yeah, that, no, that that sent me for real. Cause why I I looked that up after he said that with his chest, like he wasn't like stumbling into that. Oh, and he doubled down. His <laughs> he doubled down. Like, what are y'all talking? If you're really pro life, be about it. You know, for that, real. and that's the thing. They're not about it. Yeah. How are you pro life, but you anti baby formula? How are you pro life, but you anti like preschool education? You pro life, but you anti scholarships? what you're pro embryo (laughs) just say it just say it it's not adding up no literally all especially um when people kind of get into like the exceptions versus like no exceptions like for things that are non-conceptual or yeah incest things like that like just trying to hear a lot of the time like men jump through again these hoops to make (laughs) the point about why a woman should do what they want with their body here's the thing you don't have to know what she does she just has to do what she wants to do and live her life comfortably and like well and it just it's so bad because as you guys know like 
people are still going to get abortions they're just going to do it in a more unsafe manner so like yeah you're not stopping anything you're just yeah. anti-women to say that for sure for sure and that's why I've actually heard someone try to use because what you just said is very true but I've tried I've heard someone try to like make it level playing field with like a gun so they're like well same thing with guns like people are still gonna find a way to go no 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 it's not the same thing mm-hmm. I can literally go walk and get a AR-15 right. today right. but I cannot go and walk and get an abortion it, it's not equal mm-hmm. and also that's so beyond like criminally horrible if you do try to equate those things or use the like not to even go back to the gun thing but we're here now like the what is it like guns don't kill people mm-hmm. bad people kill, kill people. people yeah like y'all really use that facebook post to death okay <laughs> like let it go we've seen it no that's crazy because you know what i'll say like some people shouldn't have guns and i'm one of them like and not because i'm like mentally unstable although <laughs> finals week you might have you could have made that argument but like <laughs> <laughs> I am someone who like my hand-eye coordination isn't great like if I had a gun I would not know what to do with it yeah these are things no, that should sure. be considered I shouldn't be able to just buy one at Walmart today which I could no and that's the thing <laughs> it's like literally if you look at other countries like the process is so extensive yeah. <laughs> and it's because it's common sense it's because it's common sense but what we've seen is that there is no such thing as common sense in this country or common sense isn't that common because me with common sense, I would think that a gas of, or sorry, a gallon of gas would not cost more than one hour's worth of minimum wage. Mm. Yet common sense has shown me that this <laughs> is not true today. Yeah. Quickly pivoting, she go, what's happening with the cost of living in America? Oh, it's crazy. This inflation, like, I don't know who needs to deflate it. They need to get on it right now. The Fed, like, (laughs) what's going on? Because here's the thing, like, the national average, I think as of, like, this morning for gas is $5. $5 for the average family is so crazy. $5 for me is crazy. For me! (laughs) What? Like, and people are hiking up rent. Like, um, I was just talking to you about this, but, like, the rent in New York City just last year, like, on average went up by 30%. So like you have all these people, you're paying more for gas, you're paying more for rent, you're paying more for food because now it's like getting imported. Like right, and right. the kicker is the wages are not going up. <laughs> so what are we supposed to be doing? We're literally still in a pandemic. People forget, huh? You can't. And that's the thing. I also saw that the um, national average rent right now is two thousand dollars. What? You cannot. And hear me closely. It is impossible to budget your way out of poverty. And that is what these old white men in power are trying to tell us to do. That is impossible. You literally cannot do the math and have it add up to that. It makes no sense. And then on top of these raising rent prices, mm-hmm. you're seeing more and more sad, sad communities be, or sorry, more cases of communities being gentrified. Mm-hmm. And obviously with gentrification comes whitewashing of community theory. Literally, we're losing culture and history in real time. Right. Right. Just so, so crazy because you're pricing out these black and brown people out of their own spaces like they can't yep. anymore. And you're saying, oh, like you can go work over there. Like, oh, yeah, you'll find a job. Like, no problem. Right. Like, and it doesn't make any sense because um, 
well it makes sense because of like you know capitalism capitalism and corporate but, um, it doesn't make any sense from like a humanitarian perspective because like why are we not at the very least paying people this the amount that they need to be successful and if that amount that they need is like going up then hey can we consider making the minimum wage a little bit higher can we consider like i don't know having health care so people aren't paying for you know crazy medical bills on top of the increased rent and gas prices that they have to pay like it's really not making sense. I saw this tweet that was like, um, Kamala's been getting like a BBL because where she been? But like literally, where have these people been? Because like y'all just watch us and no stimulus check, no nothing to like address, at least in the short term, people are like hurting right now. Exactly. So what, and they, what are we going to do? Yeah. And that's a good point about the STEMI. I forgot about that because they literally act like the pandemic just never happened. Not even that it's over, that it never happened. Like, have we learned truly nothing? It is so sad. And like, I don't even know where we go from here. That's why I think the importance of like community, right? Like Mm -hmm. just having people that you can like rely on and even just like talk to about these things, because sometimes I'm like, I remember when I was searching, looking for an apartment in mm-hmm. Chicago, I was like, am I insane? Or are these prices just actually not livable? Like yeah. just talking it through with people and just having a game plan as well. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, you mentioned the 30% rent hike. What happens like if that does occur, like kind of inevitably, like what does that look like for you, for your family, for your well-being? I don't know, y'all. I think we just have to really stay in touch and in tune with like, what's going on around us but how that's impacting our well-being because it can manifest itself into like very physical like issues like black women specifically experience way higher stress levels because of the world around us and how you know massage noir and all that Mm -hmm. and that directly leads to i learned this from um my queen dr Brittany cooper that leads to higher metabolism levels which is why black women are more at risk for diseases related to metabolism so like this stuff really matters because it affects your health and it affects your lifetime here on earth so yeah oof I love that I love that staying in touch with your community I think like we touched on this earlier but like we literally have to vote these people out of office like in like big numbers and um I just hope people come out to the polls like to your local elections to your state elections like when it's time whoever is the next like presidential election, like all all of that kind of stuff. Um, Because as we can see, like people are moving slowly. And I think if we all came together and like we, you know, are rallying, whatever, but like, yeah, our most tangible um, piece of like advocacy is like often our vote. So like, I hope people have the same energy at all levels um, this fall. And like- For sure, for sure. And just like piggybacking off of that, ew. Ew, this girl in my high school English class to say that all the time. But sorry. One more thing on that is like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm just treating Shout out to her. Shout out to her. But paying attention to what, what's happening in our community. Like there's a lot of grassroots organizations too, like doing the work at a quicker level, I guess, um, that are just underfunded in our own communities. So like, I know one thing I really want to do is like volunteer with organizations that work with, um, like unhoused communities and like Spanish speaking communities that are denied access li- literally just because 
English is not their first language. Like there's so many examples of ways we can get involved. And so I would encourage us for sure. And like all of you listening to look into that too. Right, right. And I guess last thing, this goes out to all my aunties out there, aunties tap in. This one's for you. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of information going around, a lot of like statistics, a lot of people make their different arguments about like abortion, gun control, rent, like all inflation, all that kind of stuff. Let's all just take one second, take a deep breath and check if the sources are correct. Because I've seen a lot of things on WhatsApp. I'm seeing a lot of things on Facebook that do not make sense. And we can't just be sending around fakenews.com like willy nilly. Like, please, (laughs) let's not do that. So, um, yeah. (laughs) I love a WhatsApp fact. Okay. So we can all have an informed decision or conversation, I guess. Okay, and that's the thing. This is a conversation for another time. But like, what role does big tech play in all this? Because you're letting all this misinformation go around. Right. And it's like. Oh, they love it. They love it. Like, like, (laughs) no, for real. If killers are literally on Facebook Live before they blow up a church, don't you, aren't you somehow culpable? Yeah. Like, hold on hold on hold on hold on but <laughs> this leads me to what i'm going to put y'all on to it is a song called earth is ghetto by mm-hmm. Aaliyah she- sheffield 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 yeah. and i've been listening to it a lot recently i'm not sure how i feel about um the world a lot of times like, i don't know how to put it into words mm-hmm. but when i hear this song something just it just sits right with me mm-hmm. um yeah it's just really it's a great song it's vibey she's like Earth is ghetto. I want to leave. And she talks about wanting to be beamed up by UFO. It just, it eats. So I would say that's a great song, especially if you're a Black woman and you just can't really find the words mm-hmm. tap in. Love that. Love that. I'll check it out after this. Uh, <laughs> mine is support Black-owned or queer-owned business this month and also every other month, but like especially this month, instead of going and buying your rainbow shirt at Target, like you know, just look it up, see if there's a place that you can support locally. Because um, rainbow capitalism and like whitewashing of black products is like not not the vibe, especially for these big holidays. So mm. you know, I was gonna like list some, but it's so easy to just search <laughs> for what you're looking for. <laughs> like, so go ahead. Um, I'm sure you guys will find whatever. So I'll get, I'll actually get loud real quick because your stuff is something that I want to get into so I'll do this really quick so I was gonna do mine on Santana Saucy Santana because I am a fan I've been a fan since his first song and I'm so happy for him being a visible queer artist like he's been on you know magazine like covers like recently Billboard 100 whatever but I won't because (laughs) yesterday tweets came out that he had Blue Ivy's name in his mouth talking about like her hair was nappy so is that what happened yeah no no i was like huh like i I might listen to booty later though (laughs) (laughs) why do you have her name in your mouth but i guess instead like literally what is going on with beyonce like all of her accounts are like no picture i feel like something big is astir but i don't not to say i don't want ivy park but it's just been so long since we've had an album. Like, I really just have a feeling in my gut that we're going to get something. Right? A gift. Because I Earth is ghetto and I need something right now. 
<laughs> I know, I know. But then did you see two Kelly and Michelle are together? Yeah, yeah. And they were like two out of three. Forget what I said about financial ruin. If they go on tour together, I am buying like pit. Like I do not care. I will spend any amount of money. Yeah. That's my mom's listening to this in which I will budget it in. <laughs> do y'all have afterpay? <laughs> Me trying to make a payment. <laughs> Me paying for my front row seats in 2050. Yeah, I'm on that. But I'll still be watching the concert videos, so it'll be worth it. Period. Um, yes. Stay tuned, I guess. I guess we'll have to see what she's up to. But she's up to something. Beyonce, Giselle, Mills, Carter. Mm-mm-mm. Um. Okay. My What I want to get loud about is also related to price gouging. It's the price of furniture. Mm. Uh, so I guess I didn't realize like that furniture is already expensive, but companies have some nerve asking for $500 for a rug that will be stepped on. It lays on the floor and no one, and it gets like dirt in it at all times. And no one actually cares what it looks like. And then I was looking at this couch I found in total, it was $7,000. What? Why is furniture so expensive? And this is a result of just adulting things, like it being furniture is, I guess, naturally expensive, but also inflation and price gouging and all that. Like it's both of those together. Right. One plus one is not two, clearly, because I like at this point, I was telling Chica before this, it's BYOC. Bring your own chair <laughs> to my apartment. There is gonna be nothing for you because I can't, I'm not paying for that. Yeah, it's giving a standing room only. It's giving like <laughs> take that rest before you get here <laughs> and figure it out for yeah, real everything's so expensive and like it really has me thinking like do I need a, a mattress like I already have the place to sleep <laughs> like do I need plates <laughs> I don't know but the fact that we even have to consider it I I don't know if I was just being naive with like the cost of like moving to a new place but it's the fact that I think like at least for us we need all the stuff like in a month and so the pressure of all those things are like really hitting at one time and it's would just love Joe Biden like a little stimmy like just a cute a little stimmy a little stimmy something to keep me going yeah at this point no and that's actually good um way to wrap up because just a little mini announcement for y'all I guess it's not mini kind of big but like you know we've been hinting at we are starting jobs like full (laughs) don't even say it a moment of silence to (laughs) grieve but we are starting full-time jobs in a month Mm -hmm. so what that means is less us time more corporate capitalism time yay so excited super excited no we honestly are very grateful it's just a transition but um because of that we likely are not going to have time to ourselves so that's just gonna result in a tiny change for the pod we love doing your too loud so it's definitely something we want to keep going um but we are going to kind of change our posting schedule this is funny because it's coming off us being silent for like three weeks but <laughs> we are probably going to start post like from here on out we're going to start posting bi-weekly mm-hmm. publishing content bi-weekly so that means like every other week but if we find that that's too much you know we 
practice what we preach, like we are going to like prioritize our own self-care and our mental well-being. So we might shift that cadence back a little bit. But for now, plan on every other week instead of every week. Um, we're still here, just it's still just as loud, mm-hmm. just not <laughs> as loud on the platform as often. Yeah. No, we're still excited to do it. Um, but I think this will be better for us so we can like, you know, stay more consistent and, and keep our mental health intact. So we love sure. y'all. We're going to keep on doing this, but maybe a little bit less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of work, y'all. <laughs> but, but it's yeah, fun. but we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. And the nice part about that is too, like, there's so much happening every day that we'll just have a great recap for you. We'll still be on theme. We'll still try to get guests. So all that. But with that, happy almost Juneteenth. I guess by the time we publish next, it will be. Juneteenth have happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I think either way, happy mm-hmm. Juneteenth. Um, buy from a black owned business, one that I'm a huge fan of. It is taking all my money right now. It's Forever Mood, Jackie Ina's candle company. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about a grown woman candle, okay? Okay, period. <laughs> I'm like Jackie. Check back with me in a month. It takes no literally. To Shika's point, buy from a black or queer owned business and or Preferably both. Mm -hmm. But with that, we will talk to y'all soon. Goodbye. Bye.